Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to Stan Blade on the Stan Blade podcast. This week I'm talking to Scotty Lum. Lum? Lum. Lum. Scotty. Scotty, beam me up, Scotty. Scotty, I love him very much and I love him even more um, because he's really helped me out this week. Um, I won't tell you why because then you might pester him. But yeah, no, he's really helped me out. Um... Yeah, and it was great to chat to him. When I started this podcast, or when I had the idea of this podcast, talking to other TikTokers, he was in my mind to speak to him. He's a great talker. Um, and luckily, he did let me get a word in edgeways, bless him. But yeah, it was good to chat to him. And people have been asking, when I've done fa- uh, Facebook, TikTok, who should, I, who should I talk to? His name kept popping up. So here he is. Where, where are you? Oh, there we go. Hey. Yeah, I'm like I'm like a Zoom virgin. You're taking my virginity right now. <laughs> Easy now. And I couldn't be happier about it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just thinking, like when I used to watch you, you was always in the car. It's like the yes, old I days. Do. I do like being in the car. I do like being in the car, especially on a day like today. You know, I'll be honest. You look the, the place where I live. The windows, where the windows are positioned, is so yeah. dark and gloomy in there. There's not much natural light. So whenever I, think, I whenever I do videos, I try and get out. I think it's cool in the car. I don't know why. I just find it more interactive. But yeah. you you're I mean, one you're one of those people I used to see on the for you page and think, what the hell is this guy? Can I be on? <laughs> I know that's really you know yeah, honest, look, you know be, you know you're being honest. Yeah, be brutal. Like because you know I, yeah. I always say the for you page is the first impression of someone. So you know what I'm like? If I'm pretending to kick off waving the kitchen knife around, going, you fucking idiot, man, like doing my Phil Mitchell, they're yeah, gonna yeah, think yeah. I'm like that all the time. And then yeah. they will have a bad and I just see you like ranting and then I'm scrolling through and then he's <laughs> kicking off again, scrolling through. But when I got to know you, I I remember when you first followed me. Do you remember? Um it was a long time. I followed you for a long time. Yeah, but it was. So, a, I, I, I can't remember the initial catalyst for it, though. I'll be honest. I, I followed you first, and I thought he's, he's alright. Actually, I think the more I got known on the app, the more tolerant I got of other. The more thoughtful I got about other people, because I started getting judged. The more people knew me. Yeah. So yeah. Then, and there was people that I might have judged when I didn't know, and then I'm thinking like it made me more thoughtful. But yeah, you've done a video about your hair hair um, technique. I do remember it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all come back to me. I do remember that video now, yeah. That was I, funny. I, I, I drew at it. Yeah, I do, I do remember that. That was funny. But like, you know what? It's funny because um, like we're all going to judge on what's apparent, yeah? yeah. Like, like, it's within human nature. We're going to judge on what's apparent. But... You know, these are very little um, snippets of, and you know, it, it's not even real life. Let's face yeah. it, you know, like we can talk on, on subjects, but 90% of the time, the videos on here, they're to portray a message, but in a different way. Do you know what I mean? Like, like in, a, in, a, in a not so direct way. Yeah. You know? So, like we're all going to see things that, that, we, um, that we don't understand or that we don't like. 
and that's okay. You know, we like we are all different people. We all come from different backgrounds. We all um, are heading in a different direction. So we don't like it, it's impossible for you to see um, someone's content and like everything they do. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but yeah. This it's, is um, it's, been this a, it's been a strange year, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I was going to say, this is why I've done the podcast, though, so people can get to know the real people, because I had Dan Sprague on, and I've known Dan Sprague for a while, and he's very much loved, but he's also very much hated. And I spoke to someone, and they just hate him from one video that they saw. And I said, listen to the podcast, yeah. listen to the podcast, listen to me speak to him. Like, he's all right. He's a nice guy. Yeah. And then they I followed Dan... I follow Dan. He, he, he is all right. You know, he's good vibes. You know, he's good vibes. But the thing that I've noticed on TikTok is the more followers you get, the more hate you get. And it doesn't really matter what your content is about. Yeah. Yeah. It's a jealousy thing um, and an insecurity thing from a lot of people as, as well. Yeah. People just don't like to see other people who are the same as them, you know, because let's, let's, let's have it right. All of us on TikTok, it doesn't matter if you've got 20K or 200K. Most of us, we come from, like, like th this is our first glimpse of being in a spotlight, you know? Yeah. It's giving birth to, um, to, to a lot of creators, you know, because before TikTok, I'm, like, I wasn't a social media person. And I think a lot of the people didn't have a platform before TikTok. Yeah. You know? So we're all the same. We're all, you know, like so these people are sitting there and thinking, well, why, why them? Why not me? And it, yeah. and it hurts their heart, you know? Instead of seeing someone doing, doing something good for themselves, you know? Like, yeah. instead of being happy for them, people just, um, just yeah, they get jealous and insecure, I think. It's yeah. sad, really. Like when I joined, I see all these big creators. You were a big creator when I joined. Dan was a big creator. In my eyes, you were like big creators. And instead of me hating on you guys, like I was respected you guys and made friends with you guys. But a lot of people will just come in on the hate and jealousy, like you said, rather than being respectful and like asking how you got like how you got on in your platform and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, like, like I said, a, a lot of people on here, and, and you know what? I think it's the fact that it's, uh, it's you can do things so anonymously on TikTok, you know? Yeah. You can make, uh, like, I can sit here now and make a hundred accounts with, with, like, I don't have to use a real email address to make one. Yeah. So I think, like, you have to sort of think, who's the other side of that phone? And what I do now is I just tell myself they're children, all of them, every single yeah. one. Yeah, I just tell myself they're probably eight years old. Am I going to sit here and argue with an eight-year-old? Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I do just block a lot, a lot of people now, you know, because that you don't know who it is on the other side of the, of the screen. And, and nine times out of ten, it probably is a child. And if if we could see the people on the other side, we would laugh at ourselves for arguing with these people. We would laugh at ourselves for even, like, allowing um, their comment to affect us in any way. If we could actually see the person, be like, oh, my God, is that him? But I don't even care. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I had one in my life today going on about how I look and all that, and, I, and he hasn't got a picture or anything. He's got no name. He's got no picture, and he's talking about how I look. It's just the same all the yeah. time. And it, the only time I get pissed off is when it's an actual adult, a fellow parent... Yeah, older than me with 
their own content and they're just coming at coming in at me out of the blue for no reason. Yeah, I mean, you see them ones. I I like them ones because I feel like um, you know because look we we've got to pick our battles. Yeah, so when it's someone like that, I feel like they're worthy of being attacked back. Yeah, yeah. and I like in my that's how I built my account. Mm. By attacking people who attack me, you know that is what I was known for in my, you know, as, as my account was growing. Like I was just anyone who come and had something to say, I used to attack them back, and I used to do it a lot better than them most of the time. You know, people, yeah. um, people to come and troll, but like no one survives a issue. Do you know what I mean? And when they've yeah. got an account, I can do it. This you, this you, and no one survives yeah. that. I done one about a week ago. I don't know if you saw, but I commented on my own video as myself i see that yeah, yeah. <laughs> just giving you just giving you a hundred pound and pay and i'm like yeah would you want a fucking medal and everyone's going you're so rude so nasty that it was an experiment to see if people look or they just jump on the bandwagon do you know what i mean yeah and so much hate on there more than people realizing that it's a joke there's a small yeah. fraction that realize it's a joke and there's loads of hate going on there and they're just looking yeah. so fucking stupid today Still you know, I've <laughs> done a video the other day, right? Oh, obviously, I, I, I'm Muslim, yeah. So I don't, um, I don't believe that it's um, permissible to be in a um, relationship without the intention of marriage and get married. You know, within Islam, we believe that we should protect our women. The best way to protect them is if you if you say you want her, then marry her, and make a right. commitment. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I put up a video the other day and it just said, um, like, I don't care if, like, if I see you out with your girlfriend and she ain't got a ring on her. Like, it was a joke video, like, do you know what I mean? In other words, I'm not going to acknowledge your relationship. Yeah, I'm not going to let your uh, relationship, which in my religion is forbidden, yeah, yeah um, to come between me finding a wife. And the amount of insecure steroid heads that came on there, like, yeah, go on and try and take my girl. Like, and we're getting all proper arsy, like, wait till I see you out and about. And it's like, if you take uh, someone else's video that is not directly at you, that serious, then yeah. you're, you're just not happy in your life. You can't be. You can't be. Yeah. So how long do you, you say you've been Muslim for now? I've been a Muslim for 18 months. 18 right. months. And what, 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 what was the reason? Like, what led up to that? Like, how did you Okay, get so I, I, I went out to Turkey to get my teeth done, to get veneers. And like, I've, I've, just, I've been out of jail about 18 months at this point. Can I just say, and, I want to go to Turkey and get my teeth done. But I'm scared. I've never been out of the UK. And I'm just a bit worried about going to a different country. And I can't see... I'll come like, with you. <laughs> if you go to Turkey, I'll come with you. You need to take me under your wing and get my teeth done. Yeah, we'll go. Is it really that we cheap, go. though? Because you get like people like fucking Katie Price and celebrities with loads of money. They still go over to Turkey. Is it really yeah, that I much mean, cheaper? Like, I got quoted, and this was about five, six years ago. I got quoted 18 to 20 grand here. And then I went to Turkey fucking and I've done hell. it for four and a half. Okay. So well, yeah, take me with you, please. Let's get back. It, yeah, look, Turkey's like my second home. You know, I love Turkey. No. Um, like I, th that's why I found Islam in Turkey. But 
So it's always <laughs> going to hold that little, um, that special place for me, you know? So I don't, if there was flight, if they wasn't on the red list, I'd be there now. You know, I was out there for three months um, from, from December this year. I was out there like six months of last year. So you, and, so you literally went there to get your teeth done? And so then... I went, I went there to get my teeth done. And I'd only been out of jail 18 months at this point. And look, like, before I went to jail, I went to jail for, for selling Class A's, yeah? yeah? And I'd done that for about 10, 12 years, right? So in them 10, 12 years, I didn't really have that much of a social life. I was busy. I was in the car. I was driving around. You know, when you're doing things like that, you don't really want too many people around you. One, because you don't know, you don't want them to know what you're doing. And two, because, you know, if it comes on top for you, it's going to come on top for them as well. You know, yeah. so I didn't really go out that much. You know, I used to have little little benders here and there. So when I come out of jail and I wasn't selling no more, you know, I was like, I've always been like um, smart enough to um, have an income. You know, I'll always have money. Like money just seems to find its way to me. You know, I'm lucky enough. I haven't got that much, but I've always got enough, you know. Yeah. So when I come out, all I wanted to do was party, you know. Like, I feel like that 18 months after I come out of jail before I found the slum, it was like me reliving my 20s. Yeah. I was out four times a week, partying all the time. So I went out to Turkey and I got my teeth done and I met a girl out there. She was a Turkish girl. She was Muslim, but she wasn't practicing at all. Um, like we, we spent some time together when I went out to get my teeth done. And then when I came back to England, we um, was talking over the phone. And then I went back out there a month later, spent a few weeks with her. And it got really serious, you know? And her mum was like, how can you be with this um, non-believer who's got children, who's covered in tattoos, who drinks all the time? Like, you know, all of these things are against their religion. And it was about six months of me flying out there. Once a month, I was flying out there for like four or five days at minimum at a time. And, but after about six, seven months, her mum said, look, he's obviously serious. You know, he keeps flying out here. Um, when he's here, like, I see you're always doing nice things together. He takes you out, treats you nice. So invite him around the house. So when, um, like, I was in the UK when um, the girl I see and told said that to me. So I thought, well, look, if she can change her mind and invite me around the house and, you know, um, yeah. start to open her mind a bit, then the least I can do is have a little look into the religion. I had no intention of reverting this time. I just wanted to go and have a little look into it so that when I went there and I met her mum, we had something to talk about and she yeah. could see that I had um, taken my time to try and learn something, you know, out of respect yeah. for her, you know? Yeah. And um, I'll be honest with you, like, I'm not going to sit on here and preach, yeah? But when I looked into, into Islam, I found some, like... Um, some peace, some tranquility that I've never had in my life. Like I remember one time I was sitting there reading the Quran and I was just start, I just burst into tears and just started crying. And it was like uncontrollable feeling. And when I started to pray, I had that feeling. I still get that feeling now sometimes, you know. I'm uh, driving, like, so I try and um, listen to the Quran as much as I can while I'm driving around. And sometimes I'll be listening to it and it will just make me cry. And you know, you can search on YouTube, um, non-Muslims um, hearing um, the Quran, and it's very common that it makes you cry. You know, it's so powerful, the recitations in Arabic, it's the way that it's recited, you know, it's not read out, it's like sung in a way, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's beautiful, and it, it, it does, um, 
It does um, hit a lot of people in their heart. It does. But like I said, I'm not going to sit on here and preach, but all everything that I've seen um, in Islam goes in line with what, um, with what we would naturally believe of God and what God would want for us. You know, people um, have misconceptions. You know, like my dad is one. I was at my dad yesterday. And um, like he's a West Ham fan, skinhead. We used to go to the pubs together and drink all the time. Yeah. And yeah. he can't understand my religion now. You know, he just, he wants to talk about um, Muslim men beating Muslim women. I said, well, do you know any Muslim women who have been beaten personally? He said, no. I said, well, then talk on experience because I can go now after the England game to a council estate, yeah, to one pub. And I guarantee you a couple of them um, whites are going to get beaten up tonight. But that's not because... You know, we're not going to go and say, oh, all white people beat their wives or, yeah, or, or yeah. it's white culture to beat your wife. There's good and bad in every walk of life, you know? Some yeah. people confuse what Muslims do with what <laughs> Muslims are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So well, once I started looking into that and I started to see all of the stuff I heard on the news was absolute crap. And, you know, the prophecies in there, everything just made sense, you know? And... Um, like I've been a Muslim for 18 months. I don't drink no more. I don't do no um, recreational activities anymore. Yeah. I don't have promiscuous relationships. I'm not out hurting any, anyone's daughters or anyone's sisters or mistreating them in any sort of way, you know? So it's only brought about good changes in my life, despite what people might want to say on social media. <laughs> Because I was an arsehole before. That's <laughs> what so people need to understand, right? Yeah. When they see me being an arsehole, I was already an arsehole. I've been an arsehole from a young, very young age. I'm just less of an arsehole now, you know? I know what you mean, man. But I, because I used to sell drugs and I used to drink every day and I used to take drugs and do all that. And the easiest time I've stopped doing that is when I've moved away and I've been on my own. Yeah. Have you had to do that yourself? Yeah, well, like, I'll be honest. I'm a massive loner. You know, people watch yeah. my videos. You, you will very, very rarely see me in a video with anyone. I spend, I'd say, six days of the week on my own. Very comfortable like yeah. that. Because I have a lot of bad experiences with people because of what I used to do, the people I used to mix with, you know? It was cutthroat. People would step over, like, step on their own mum for profit, you know? So... I'm very used to being on my own. And when I'm on my own, I can be um, like, I can be a lot more, what's the right word I'm trying to think of? Like my willpower. I have a lot more willpower when I'm on my own as well, you know? Yeah. So I couldn't, uh, yeah. I mean, most of my time spent on my own. So I've, I've never really had to take myself away. From it, <laughs> I'm always away from it. Yeah, I know what you mean. So, are you? What about your kids though? Like when they grow up, is it important for you to? Do you want them to be Muslim or? Well, look, I'm a Muslim, so and Muslim literally translates the Arabic word for it is someone who submits to the will of God. Yeah. Right. So, and and Islam literally means like. Um, it's, it's the same, pretty much. You know, it's, it's a person who submits to God. That's the religion. So I believe that the worst crime on this earth is to disbelieve in the creator. Yeah? Now, this is like um, the same as Christianity, same as um, Judaism. Yeah? 
to reject God is the catalyst for the other sins. Yeah, and that's, that's not saying that um, people who are religious don't do bad things and horrible things. You know, it's a rule in general. If someone believes that when they die, they're going to go and meet their creator and they're going to be punished for the things they've done in this life, they're a lot less likely to do really bad things, which yeah. is why to turn away from God is the worst sin because then once you've done that, it opens up every other sin for you. So I, it's very important for me, for my kids to be Muslim because the only way uh, for salvation in the next life is to accept the creator in this one. So what if they was, you know? what if they was like Christian or something like that? Though? Well, look, I mean, I'm not going to force nothing on them. You know, I had this conversation with my, my oldest son yesterday now, you know, he's in high school now. It's time for him to start thinking about his actions. But I will leave him to go his own route. But when it comes to Christianity, yeah, Christianity and Islam are very similar, right? So we believe in Jesus. We believe in Moses. We believe in Adam. We just believe that the prophet, Muhammad, was the last prophet, yeah? So the two major main sticking points between Christianity and Islam um, are we don't believe Jesus is God. We believe he was a prophet. And we believe that the prophet Muhammad was a prophet after him. Christians believe that Jesus was God and that the prophet Muhammad never existed. Yeah? So if you're a Christian, um, you, like, you have to believe Jesus is God. And my son will not believe that because of my explanation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because Jesus was a man who walked the earth. God is all-powerful. They cannot be... A God cannot be a man and a man cannot be God. It just doesn't make sense. And the Prophet Muhammad, we can prove his existence like through non-Islamic sources. So when the Prophet died 1,400 years ago, there was other um, communities, like non-Muslim communities, who spoke about a man called Muhammad from the Middle East who came with the teaching of worship one God. So we can see, when we look at the timeline of, of information, yeah, the time that the Prophet was alive, there was other people from other places and other walks of life talking about this man that they had heard. So I can prove his, his existence. So he's not going to get the opportunity to grow up and be ignorant to these facts. Yeah. You know, whereas a lot of people in the UK are ignorant to these facts, you know, because before, like, I was never religious, but before I started to learn, if someone had said to me, who is Jesus? I would have said God or the Son of God. Yeah, because... You know, that's a very... We live in a Christian country. That's what people believe. Say, about I was going any... to say, I don't know if it's changed, right? Just remember at school, it was all Christian, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Christmas well, and well, services and... I mean, I've never seen a Muslim um, convert to Christianity, but I see Christians refer, uh, revert, um, revert to Islam all the time. Yeah. You know? And Islam is the fastest growing religion. And it's, the, it's now the biggest religion, I believe. I think it's just surpassed Christianity in numbers. So I think that when people do look at them both with an open heart and they make a choice, nine times out of ten, they accept Islam with the truth. So what is a typical day for like, a practicing Muslim? Well, I mean, a practicing Muslim, we pray five times a day. So... We have to pray before the sun comes up. And that doesn't mean like um, 
at five o'clock. That means when that first bit of light comes. So um, our morning prayer at the moment is at 2.55 in the morning. Then we pray at um, lunch, uh, one o'clock. And then we pray at between five and six. And then at nine o'clock. And then when the sun's gone down completely at about 10, half 10. So when you're, you know that you have them five, five prayers to make each day, it makes it very difficult for you to go out and do, like, it'd be very difficult for me to go to the pub in between them prayers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm going to feel like a right hypocrite. You know what I mean? So having them prayers means that you do, like, if you're practicing and you're doing them five prayers a day, nine times out of ten, you don't do anything um, forbidden in between. So it keeps you mindful all day and thinking all day about why we're here. It's not to, um, you know, to chase our own desires, I believe. I believe this life is a test. There's a reason and a purpose to this life. And this life is not um, for us to just do what we want and freely chase our desires, no matter the consequence, you know? And that's, um, like that's the, the, the belief of atheism. You know, and atheism, I speak to a lot of people, they say they're atheists, but they're not. Because if you are an atheist and a true atheist, that means you cannot say that um, killing someone is wrong, really. Because your um, opinion on that is subjective to you. And if someone else has a subjective opinion to them, why is your opinion better than theirs? Why is your opinion more valid than theirs? So if you're a true atheist, you can't mm. even say that killing someone's wrong. You know, that comes... You can have morals. Sorry, you can have morals, can't you? Yeah, of course you can. But where, where, where do your morals come from? I don't know. I'm an atheist, so I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, like, like, so your morals, yeah, like, where, where, what determines what's right and wrong for you? Your head and your heart, and yeah, but your head and your heart has been um, because your head and your heart, what says is right what's right and wrong will be different to someone who lives in a different country. Yeah. So it's molded by your surroundings. Yeah? yeah. So you look at the, like the law within the UK, where did that come from originally? Where was the first laws brought from? It was brought from Christianity. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. That's where the laws came from. Yeah. So your moral, your morality comes from Christianity, which comes from God. Yeah. You just didn't know it. Yeah. I agree with that. You know, that's why um, when um, like, because some people say like, I am. Um, it's the law of the land. That's how I know what's right and wrong. You know, because they're like, that's illegal and that and that and that's legal. But then if you go to a different country, that might not be legal and that might not be illegal. So it's yeah. subjective, yeah. which is why, as Muslims, we believe that we will take our laws from God because that's not not subjective to anyone. Because if you're a believer in God then that's an objective, you know, we can all say, we can all refer back to that as like a moral compass. Yeah. You know, but if you're an atheist then you then and a true atheist, then you can't do that. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. So when you pray, do you, what do you pray? Like, I'm quite ignorant to, I don't know, do you do a... Do you read from a book or do you just say what's in your head? Or? No, so um, basically the, the, the Quran has 114 chapters in it. 
And the first chapter is called Surah Al-Fatiha, and it just literally means the opening, the beginning. So this is like a um, a prayer, and it just um, basically you're asking for guidance and asking for forgiveness, basically, yeah. So it's, um, you say that at the beginning of the prayer, then you um, recite another chapter from the Quran, then you bow, then you stand, then you go to the floor and you prostrate. And that's one raka. Yeah, you do four raka for most prayers. Some prayers are three, uh, one prayer is three, one prayer is two, but most of the prayers are four. So it takes about 10, 15 minutes, you know. You uh, before we pray, we go to the bathroom, we wash our hands, rinse our mouth, rinse our nose, wash our face, um, wipe over our head, wash our feet, try and purify ourselves. And again, you know, doing these things just really um discourages bad habits. You know, it sort of just suppresses them. Yeah. So what is your... F- you get a lot of stick about your tattoos. I get, yeah, every day. I get what, people what are telling your, me... I'm, what are your thoughts on your tattoos? Do you regret them? Now? Well, I don't regret them. I don't regret anything I've done in my life, really, because everything I've done has led me to hear the good and the bad, you know? And I'm quite happy with, um, like, the person and the character I am. I'm quite happy with it. I don't feel like I'm a hateful person or I go out of my way to, you know, do anything negative. So everything that I've done and everything I've been through has led me here, and I'm very happy to be here as I am. So I don't regret it, but, you know, it is forbidden, so I wouldn't get any more. But when um, like when you are ignorant to a religion, yeah, and, and then you accept it, anything that you've done in the, in the days of ignorance is forgiven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It's one of the beautiful things about Islam is, um, you know, there's no um, punishment for someone who does something in ignorance, which is why people say to me all the time, oh, you believe um, like all, all non-Muslims are going to go to hell. But our religion does not tell us that all non-Muslims will go to hell. It says that if you look, like if you reject it, yeah, then obviously rejecting God is, is the ultimate worst sin. But you can't reject something that you haven't looked into. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. the people that um, were ignorant to it and, and um, they, they, like we believe that they will be tested before the day of judgment, you know? And that's like, again, like when you look at what Christianity says, Christianity says that you have to accept Jesus as God. Yeah, and if you don't um, accept Jesus as God, then you're going to go to hell. That's what Christians tell me. But Islam says that if you are ignorant to the fact then you will not be punished. You know, um, I think the verse in the Quran actually um, goes, how does it go? That, that God will never punish a nation until um, he sent a messenger to them. So, you know, we live um, in a time where Muslims don't have the best um, image due to social media and the news and things like that. So we don't believe that people who have heard bad things about Islam and don't look into it for that reason, are necessarily going to be punished for that. Yeah. So what, what would you like at school then? Because you went to jail and stuff when you was older. Was you badass at school? I, was a, I wasn't badass. I was a cheeky fucker. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I had a lisp, yeah? So you can't be mad at a kid who says sorry with a lisp. You just can't. <laughs> so I got away with murder. So how but, can you uh, do yeah, this, it, this it was now? Cheeky more. Well, you had this when you were younger, I, but not now. 
Yeah, it, it's there sometimes. You know, there's some words when I say it, it comes out a little bit, but yeah, it's just something that um, that just went over the years. Yeah, yeah, something that sort of went. So you didn't get kicked out of school or anything like that. Oh yeah, I got kicked out of, um, free, and then um, I just didn't go. In the end, I had to go work with my old man. That's when it all started to go downhill. I started to work with my dad, and um, there was um, the choice of walking home from work, which was about an hour, or go to the pub on the way, and then I'd get dropped off. So obviously, I chose the um, the pub. You know, it's funny. I had um, three 18th birthdays in this pub. Started drinking there when I was like 14, 15 or something <laughs> like that. I'm three 18s in the same pub. Um, good days, you know. Look, I'm like they was good times. I had um I had a laugh, but um, you know, when I look back on it now, I f- I feel like I wasn't ever really happy. Yeah. Like in that life, you know, as much as um anyone looking from the outside might have um thought otherwise. And, I, and I'm not saying that I didn't um, that I disenjoyed all of it. I had a good time, but I don't feel like anyone who's living that life, you know, burning the candle at both ends, is, is truly happy. I just I, I refuse to believe that. Yeah. So where was this in London? Was it? Uh... Yeah. So I, I come from like um, Harrow, South Harrow Way, which is um, near Northall, just up the A40. I don't know. No one knows it. It's like just outside Northwest London. Okay, because I always thought you were from Essex. Because I'm from Essex. <laughs> Do you know what they used to? They used to call me that in jail. <laughs> 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 they used to call me Essex at the time. I used to have the slick back hair, yeah. and uh, when they used to open the doors in the morning, I used to walk out with just like my dressing gown on, my hair slicked back, and my and my sliders. Be like, right, Essex. <laughs> and obviously, the way I talk, people um, always link me with that. And that that happens like everywhere I've ever been in the world. There's always been an English person who's overheard me for a crowd and been like, all right, mate, from Essex. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's just something that's always happened. What part of Essex did you grow up from? South End on Sea. Oh, nice. It's nice. Pretty, I've been there a few times. And it's pretty near. It's only like an hour away, isn't it, from London? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's probably the, um, the closest uh, beach we have, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. So... Do you not miss any, you don't miss drinking or girls and all that? You must get, because I get a lot of girls in my DM, so you must get more, you've got more followers. You're slightly better looking than me, I'd say. So. <laughs> Being a bit harsh on yourself this time, but <laughs> look, I'll be honest with you, like... Wait till you get like the teeth. <laughs> yeah, when you get the teeth, I'll next year. <laughs> but um, do you know what? I, I, I look at it like it's a test from, from, from God himself my dm sometimes you know and sometimes i get drawn into a little conversation and i'm like no i shouldn't be doing this and i'll stop i'm only human you know um if i was given this platform five years ago i would have abused the hell out of it yeah i would have i would would have been everywhere all we would have seen was screenshots of me and things i'd done everywhere i'd have been ruthless with it but so there'd never be a girl um, there would never be a girl that would you'd like off is it just not because of the way that she dms you like, it's not classy or like I, what i do is like I, I look at their instagram and i look at what yeah. they put out there yeah i don't want a girl who puts it all out there on social media i don't yeah um i don't think it's right um for women to 
um, sexualize themselves like that, to be perfectly honest, you know? Um, you probably hate that. You love it, but <laughs> stop changing them to put clothes back on. <laughs> me, me and my ex done only only fans for like three years. I'm just going okay. No, but you, yeah, look. I like, like each, I like, each to, I like the, everyone each, having their opinion. Do you know what I mean? You you respect yeah. my opinion, and I respect your opinion. Look, each to their own. Yeah, like I've had a few girls um, DM me um, who have that like, OnlyFans link in their bio, or that do like types of modelling. You know, and like some of them um, CD channels. I've had some of them girls in my DMs, you know, and yeah. they're nice girls. But I, um, I'm, I'm waiting for someone who shares my view, yeah, um, on life. You know, because how could I? Um, like, I'm not here to um, hurt anyone's sister or anyone's daughter, and that's how I look at all women now. Yeah. Try to look at them all as that, that's someone's sister, that's someone's daughter. I have a sister, I have a daughter. How do I want them to be treated? You know? Yeah. So I'm waiting for someone who shares my mindset. And I don't feel like I'm going to meet that person through social media DM. The type of woman that I want to meet, she's not going to be the type of woman to come and message me on Instagram in my DM. Yeah, got you, got you. So there's no point in me really entertaining it. You know, like I said, there's been times where I'm like, I do get drawn into conversations here and there. Normally at like one o'clock in the morning when I can't sleep, I'll get drawn into a little conversation and, you know, I snap out of it really quickly. But I try my best, you know, I try my best to stay away from things that I know are not good for me and not good for them as well. I'm doing them a favour, a lot of these girls. They don't even realise it by not replying. Because ultimately, if I can't see myself, um, what's happening, bro? Right, yeah. If I can't see myself ultimately marrying someone, then what is the point in me wasting their time? Yeah, I know what you mean. So, did your kids' mum, when you said you was a Muslim, did she think he's off your head? Yeah, she stopped me from seeing him for months. I'd um, get a solicitor involved. Because um, you funny, like when because you become a Muslim. Yeah, yeah, literally, she said, I'm mentally unstable. I can't be trusted, and he's not safe with me. So it was funny, because when I was a drug dealer, it was okay. We was together, and it was okay, you know? That was fine, perfectly fine. It was perfectly fine when we used to go like, drinking together and sit up all night sniffing cocaine and doing whatnot. That was all okay. He was safe then. But and, now, I'm a Muslim. I'm, I'm a danger <laughs> to, to children, right? So... <laughs> It, it, like, it, it's um, it, it's a cycle with her because I'm going through the same thing again with her now. So that happened like, I don't know, best part of 18 months ago. Um, it calmed down, saw him regularly. And then a couple of weeks ago, it all started again. It's like some people will never accept um, someone being a Muslim. And it's like, I can't put it down to anything else but ignorance, you know? People, like, if the only thing you know about a religion or about someone, forget a religion, just in general, anything, if the only things you've heard about something are negative things from a third party, why would you not want to go and find out for yourself? Or if someone comes and says, hold on a minute, that's not true, let me show you the evidence of that being true, why would you say, no, I don't want to hear it? Mm. Like, it just doesn't make sense. It's just ignorance. Do you think there's a stereotype about race? White people are Christians. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I speak to some people when they say, um, you know, because I, I get confused as being Arab or Turkish a lot. And, you know, sometimes I speak to people about um, Islam and they say, yeah, look, it all makes sense, but I can't be Muslim. I'm not Pakistani or I'm not Arab. <laughs> I just have to laugh it off. Um, yeah. No, it's like I said, Islam literally means someone who submits to the will of God. It doesn't matter what color you are. And that's one thing that Islam teaches is that there is, there, there is no superior race. You know, we are all the same. But you're going to get um, good people and bad people in every walk of life. So, how long was you in jail for? Well, I didn't do that long in there, to be fair. Like, when I got arrested, they were talking about seven years. And I said, like, like obviously, if I pled guilty, they take a third off. So, when they arrested me, they, um, like, basically, I had the stuff. I never kept it in my house. I kept it in a car, Right. So, and they raided my house. They used to raid my house all the time. It never, um, never bothered me. It was like a normal thing. So when the police come through the door, I was like, here we go again. They're going to search the house and they're going to go. This time, they walked into the house after half an hour with the bag out of the car. And I was like, oh my God, here we go. It's all on top now. Yeah. And um, after... Um, oh, sorry, I completely lost track of what I was saying then. That ever happened to you? <laughs> yeah, drugs in your car. Come yeah, so they, um, they, they come in the house. Um, I went to um, the police station and my solicitor was really good. So my solicitor said to me, look, don't plead guilty to anything at the moment. Write a letter confessing and I'll seal it and date it today's date. And if they find your fingerprints or can link you to the car, then you can plead guilty in court and still get the third off for the earliest possible guilty plea. Yeah, it's literally mustard. So I, um, I've no comment in the interview, which meant that they had to do loads of legwork. You know, they had to prove that that they'd find my fingerprints on the bag or link me with the bag somehow. So I was on bail for two years while they'd done that. And in them two years, I moved from London to Salisbury and I got a normal nine to five job and I lived a nice life up there for the um, two years I was on bail. Just went to work every day. So when I went to court, um, like the pre-sentence report from probation, they came to court and said, this man has rehabilitated himself. He's taken himself away from it, two hours away. He's got a nine-to-five job. He's now supervisor there. Like, it, sending him to jail is only going to um, put him at risk of reoffending when he comes out. That's what the pre- um, pre-sentence report from probation said, right? Yeah. yeah. So when they sentenced me, the judge said, Look, as much as I appreciate what you've done, I have to, you have to see the inside of a cell. You have to. I can't, because they wanted a suspended sentence, the pre-sentence report. Yeah. I can't suspend it. You're going to have to see the inside of a cell. So in the end, I'd done six months inside and six months on tag. Did you lose your job? Which was, well, like, the job was with a friend of mine. Yeah. So, like, one of the people that um, I'd known growing up, he, like, he used to drink in the pubs that I used to drink in. He was, like, my dad's age, but he just always took a shine to me. And he always used to help me out with things, you know. I can't go into too much detail about the things he helped me out with. But, like, he wasn't involved in that life. But he just used to help me if he could in, in any way. And him having a business and me not um, working on paper, 
we he helped me, you know. So when um when I was in jail, he he come to visit me a few times, and when they said to me, look, you're eligible for tag, and your earliest um, tag release date is um, five, I think it was five days or seven days before Christmas. So you've got a chance of being out for Christmas with your kids. So this guy um, wrote to them and said, look, um, he, he can still have his job and he can be tagged at my house so I can make sure that he stays here with me, he goes to work and he stays out of trouble. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he held my job to me and he um, let me stay at his house and tag and if it weren't for him, I would have I had to spend that um, that Christmas in jail instead of with my kids. So very lucky to have someone like that around me. Very lucky. Yeah, man. So you got two kids. Three. With the same lady. No, all different. I was going to say because when you said earlier, you said that she was stopping you from seeing one. So do you see the other yeah. two? Do you see the other two? Uh, so the other one, my older son, everything's like like he's he's the He's just such a legend, that boy. So credit to me. And yeah, I see him all the time. <clears throat> My daughter, I'm not going to talk about on here, but I'm going to give you a really brief explanation and we'll move swiftly on, if you don't mind. Yeah? yeah so yeah. someone from here messaged my daughter the most horrible stuff about me. Lies, all lies, disgusting lies. But my daughter and me had um, an estranged relationship with, due to her mum anyway. So, yeah, when someone on here took it upon themselves to message her, like, honestly, the most disgusting lies that if I told you, Stan, you would want to kill the person and you don't even know who it is, like, because you you're a dad yourself. Mm. And, you know, I nearly, I nearly stopped social media then. I nearly, like, I sat there and I thought, is, is it worth it? Is any of this worth it? You know? Because I've seen you in a but, video where all your car windows smashed in. <laughs> like yeah, that. so that, that, that was actually nothing to do with TikTok. That was, I was going on a holiday to Turkey and I was on my way to the airport and I had a couple of hours to kill. So I stopped off at my friend's house and I left my suitcase on the back seat, my little bag, you know, like that you wear on the beach on my front seat mm. with my passport and my money in it in central London. Someone's walked past, seen it, smashed the windows, tried to, they took my little bag off the front. Um, they tried to get the suitcase out the back, but um, the, the alarm was going off. I heard it and I come running out and it was gone. Fuck. Yeah. So you couldn't go away? Nope, took my passport, literally, as I was on my way to the airport. I couldn't believe it. But Fucking I'll be honest with you, like you see things like that, things like that happen for a reason. You know, I know that if, if I had have gone to Turkey, something bad would have happened. That was um, my way of being redirected you was, to, to, to keep me from harm. I swear you was filming it with a massive grin on your face. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's happened, did not it? Like, what can I do? Like, honestly, my outlook on so many things has changed in this in this last um, 12 months. And I, do you know what? I've got to give TikTok a lot of credit for it because... It's given me such thick skin. Yeah. You know? Like, smash my windows. I don't care. It's insured. It cost me my excess. Like, so what? <laughs> like, the fact that you can do that and I can afford to have it fixed instantly 
and it not really uh, like well, like I'm lucky enough where it hasn't affected my ability to eat or uh, my children to eat or me to have a roof over my head. Like what what else can I do but laugh? You know. But you was stressed when you lost your account. Yeah, do you know why? Because I um all I'm seeing right is people putting out the most toxic videos. And I respond to them or respond to nasty comments. And I'm the one who gets banned, but they get to stay on the app. Yeah. And it did annoy me because, like, I had a, like, I've got a website where I sell my merchandise on. And TikTok's great for marketing. You know, 80% of my sales come from TikTok. Yeah. And when that went, yeah. it stopped. I've got boxes and boxes of t-shirts out there. I've got to sell them, Stan. You know what I'm yeah. So when my TikTok went, I was yeah. like, like, and not only that, I'm like that account's got over half a million on it. Yeah. Like I'm getting a lot of offers, a lot of promotions and stuff. You know, I'm starting to make actually make a living out of it. Yeah. And yeah, it, it was annoying. It was annoying, but I've got it back. I've got it back now. So what, ha- what happened like- when you, what happened when you got it back? Did you disappear one day? Because you know, mine went today. I was going through the FYP on my backup. And I just saw it on the For You page. And I was like, oh, back. <laughs> Did you, like, you see that email I just sent you? Have you yeah. tried to get your old, old account back with that? I'm going to do it tomorrow. I thought I'd do them separately. I didn't want to go, can I have this account back and that account back? I'm going to do it as a separate yeah. thing. Do you know what I mean? But I am going to do it. They got back to me, that email got back to me in about 10 minutes and said that we're reviewing it now. It's going to take up to 48 hours, but then it's back in 20 minutes. But I've never seen that. I've never seen that email before. That's, that's a secret email, Stan. I hooked you up, mate. I'm like, honest with you. Like that email just does work. It's one of the, it's one of the only ones that um, when, does. When anyone but gets I don't, when anyone gets banned, they always come to me. And I've never seen that email before. Yeah, I got it through um, through someone who works at a um, TV station. Right. So I know that he does. Um, he he does um, like collabs with TikTok with this with his with the TV channel he works for. So he saw my post and messaged me. He was like, "Yeah, you know, like, I just spoke to the guy from TikTok. He said use this address." And I had loads of people, you know, like uh, Roadman Ralph. I gave it to him. He got his account back. Um, that Jen Harrison is it? I think it is Jennifer. I gave it to her. She got her account back. Yeah. You got yours back. So I, I think if you try that with your original account, you'll get it back. I'll do that later. Um, but yeah, no one's safe on there. That Addison Ray girl, she's verified. I got minions. She's like they've got the most followers on TikTok. She got banned when I first joined the thing. No one's safe on there. The only people that are safe are the trolls. <laughs> yeah. The the, the 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 trolls police the app. Imagine a community where they they let the criminals police society. That is basically what TikTok are doing. Well, when you join the Creative Fund, not that I've ever joined because they won't let me join because my content is too cheeky, <laughs> but you have to upload your ID, don't you? So that's yeah. saying, why can't you up- do that straight away? Everyone. You ca- everyone has to upload the ID and verify, yeah, the, I, I verify the email. And your, and your picture has to be you. It has to be of you. I want to see who, it, who you are. Yeah, that, would get, it, that would end trolling. They do do that. And I... Uh, on um, things like Tinder now, apparently. I don't know. I don't use Tinder. 
um, they got face. If you want to get verified, do you got face recognition? You do all these bollocks, and then they verify, and you get a blue tick on there. So when you're going through, you and it looks a bit dodgy. If they got a blue tick, you know that that's that's their actual picture because it's been matched. Okay, they can do all that shit. So they should do that. They can. Yeah, but do you know what it is like? If they've done that, it would stop um, the trolls from coming on. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't make sense for a social media platform to make it harder for you to join. Yeah. They will do it when someone kills himself. It will take that. It will take that for, for something to happen, for something to change. Yeah, there's a couple of people on there I messaged my friend privately about and I was like, this guy's going to fucking top himself one day. Yeah. Seriously. I, I, the amount of hate I, I, I he's getting some, in the live people. and getting drunk in the live and just getting so much hate. It's just overwhelming. I've had a lot of hate. Mm. Mine's like not all the time constantly. Do you know what I mean? You know, sometimes you, yeah. can do, you can do a video and everyone just jumps on it and you're like, fucking hell, everyone's hating on that one video. But some people get all the time hate all the time whatever they do it must yeah. be fucking overwhelming it must be very stressful yeah i mean i i don't have notifications on so yeah. i um i will never get caught blindsided by a comment that can you know what i mean i'm never gonna have my day ruined by um looking at my phone and seeing that abusive comments so i only um go and look at through my comments and scan them when I'm in the mood, you know, when I know that nothing, you know, like yeah, everyone has moments where they feel shit and do you know what I mean? Where something will affect you and everyone has moments where they like, they feel good and strong and nothing will affect them. So I just make sure that when I go and look, I'm in that right mindset where it's not going to affect me. Yeah. And that's a good idea. So I always say it depends what mood I'm in. So they can, yeah, say, it does. They, they can say exactly the same comment one day and then the, another day and it will affect me differently depending on what mood yeah. I'm in. And a lot of these people, right, they they only write what they write because they want some attention. The amount of people that have trolled me and instead of biting, I just like laugh or make a joke with them, yeah. Yeah, go along with it and have a joke, that, then suddenly they follow me and in other videos after that, they, they've defended me sometimes. Yeah. You know, I see it. I literally see it. You just wanted a cuddle, mate, didn't you? You just wanted a cuddle. That's all you want. It's a little bit of love, a little bit of attention. There's one, I, are, like... there's one I do a few times that I've done and it's worked where someone, he, there was a video the other day with my brother and he said, pair of twats. And that's all he said. And I said, why do you say that? You've hurt my feelings now and you've upset me for the rest of the day. And he said, oh God, I'm really sorry. And loads of like, <laughs> and he didn't, but I just, you know, when you just kill him with kindness or you tell them that they've yeah. really upset you. But not in an angry yeah. way. They want to anger you, don't they? Yeah, you're that's like, right. If want... You're calm and say you've really upset me by that. Then they're like, they don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a funny, it's a funny old place, TikTok. Like I do say, like it's the best and the worst place of social media because it's the only place where you can make a video, post it, and it can go out to such a wide range of people that, do you know what I mean? Like on TikTok, um, on Instagram or Facebook or any other social media platform, it won't. It will only really go to the followers that you have and maybe a few more. So, yeah. but at the same time, because of that, yeah. So, like, if I make a video here, it will go through Malaysia, China, 
Algeria, Morocco, Egypt, Iraq, Syria. And when a video goes through that many communities and that many cultures, mm. it's gonna it's gonna annoy someone. Yeah, it's true. It's gonna upset someone, you know, especially if you've got a sense of humor like you and I have. We only make jokes that yeah. are funny. But if yeah. you're a Karen or do you know what I mean? You have no sense of humor. You're gonna, or, or you just want, like being offended. Loads of people just want to be offended nowadays. And if you're like that, you're always gonna find something. Yeah, there's a lot but, of people getting shit for using uh, Harvey Price sounds. You know, Katie Price's sound. <laughs> I love his sound. I I love him and I love her. I think she's a brilliant mum and I think he's really funny. And I think if you're, he does get a lot of hate. But if you're doing it out of a nice loving place and you're not actually taking the piss out of him do you know what I mean you're sharing it because you think it's funny what do you think his mum would say when she sees half of them she would laugh her head off so like I I have an an image in my head right of her showing him the best ones and them laughing about it together I I honestly like if it's not like that and he's offended I would feel so bad and I would never use another one honestly like I honestly feel like she would find it hilarious. And I think they both would sit there and laugh about the, 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 the really funny ones, you know? Yeah, and then you're treating him equally, like everyone else. Everyone else is yeah. found. But yeah, I remember yeah. when she first joined the app, she first joined the app, and I was someone's like, Katie Price has just joined. And I said, oh, I remember when we used to buy the Max Power magazines with the cars in, because she'd had her tits out. And I said, I didn't know anything about cars, didn't care, but I was a teenager and we used to buy these magazines. That's all I was saying in a video, having a bit of rant about Jordan. And then someone tagged in the comments. And then Katie Price said, oh, thanks so much. She thanked me. And I was just talking about her boobs. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't expect her to see it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, she is funny. She is funny. But like, like, and again, you know, like people like me and you, we will sit here. We will see her for what she is like. You know, she's a lighthearted girl. She doesn't take herself too seriously. She likes to have a laugh, you know? Yeah. I don't agree with um, 90% of what she does. I don't agree with. But yeah. you're still going to um, appreciate the fact that you know, she's a, f- a funny person and, and probably hasn't got a bad bone in her body, you know? Yeah, and I think when you have a kid as well and you understand how hard it is to parent, so when you've got a kid with disability or something like that... yeah. I mean, he smashes like a, really hard, he, yeah. he smashes like an iPad every other day, and he's smashing her windows, and he's yeah, he, he must be really hard work, stressful. Yeah, you know what I mean, and she's always there for him, and the, the dad don't give a shit. Dwight York's a dad, isn't he? Yeah, he doesn't care. He's never acknowledged it. Peter Andre wanted to yeah. adopt him. Peter Andre yeah. is a little shit. They both get a lot of shit, but when you dig deep down, they are good people. Yeah. Like everyone, like that's what everyone gets so much shit online. It is um, so toxic. And to think, like, you remember when Caroline Flack killed herself and everyone was like, be nice, be nice. Yeah. What happened to that? What happened to be nice? What did that last a week? Yeah. People were, like ripping bits out of each other online again. And if you look at the tabloids as well, when she died, all the like nice things they said about her, and then you look at what they used to say about her. Yeah. They pushed her to the edge. They pushed her to die. And then when she died, then they fucking missed her and 
all these fucking bollocks. Yeah, I've been the same with the with, with the trolls on TikTok. They're gonna push someone to it. They're not gonna realize they're doing it. Yeah, well, it happened. And, it's happened on YouTube and stuff like that. Well, this get this app's getting bigger and bigger. Is there anyone you watch? But, on, is there anyone you watch on here? Um, I'm not really like that much of a um, of a scroller to be honest. Yeah, like. I just sort of like post my videos and and go. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like I don't try and hang around for even the comments too much. Um, there's like a few people whose videos I watch. You know, like I like um, James. You know James Pryor. James Pryor, the, yeah. the blaster. Yeah, I know James. Yeah, he's good vibes. Yeah, he's good vibes, man. Like your videos are good vibes. You know, and then there's like some some um, people who put out some really good Islamic content. You know, which I can learn from. Who are like if I'm scrolling and their video comes up, I'll stop. But yeah, I wouldn't say that there's anyone who um, like I open the app and search their name and look for content for it. I just, um, yeah. I just like, like that's not what I use social media for, you know. Have you ever posted anything like and thought, "Fuck, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that." Right. So there was one video, and I'm getting a bit of backlash again from it now. Right. Well, there's loads of videos, but most of them I don't really care about, so I didn't remove them. But this one I actually removed, and it was um, this 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 um, black geezer who said, "You know you're black when you put your bread in the fridge," right? right. So I've stitched it with a loaf of bread in my hand, and I put it in the fridge. And I said, "Does that mean I can say it now?" Right, <laughs> and I never said it, yeah. <laughs> but I, I just said, "Does that mean I can say it now?" And oh, I got so much hate, yeah. Like, um, and I took it down because one of like there's this guy, and he was Muslim, and he was black, and he took really bad offense to it, right? So I took it down, and like, there's a section, um, there's a section of people who live in America, right? Uh, and they um like I know who they are, like they are from various different communities, but they are all have the same mindset. And after one comment from this type of person, I know it's that type of person, they think the white man's the devil, right? That's what they right. think. I'll, I'll put a post up on my Instagram for one of them today, yeah. All white men should should be um should be uh, um abolished and things like that you know but it's not racism because you can't be racist to white people apparently but that's a whole nother topic yeah I've heard but, that <clears throat> yeah so I, I, I took it down because he was so offended but then they was like you need to apologise I said no I don't need to apologise I don't feel like I need to apologise because there was no malice in that video I never actually said a racist word so if you want to get technical there was nothing racist about it it was light hearted comedy and you yeah. want me to apologise like I said it out of hatred. Yeah. And I refuse to do that. I found it hilarious. That's what I said to them. I said, I've taken it down, but I found it hilarious. And so did a lot of other people. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I've got a lot of stick for that. And, like, it, even today, people are like, um, because I called out that woman for her vile videos, people are like, don't um, think we forgot about your racism. I said, please show me my racism. Please show me anything that, you, that I have done that you think is racist. Please present it to me. Yeah. Like, it's like but, my, yeah. my, my ex done a sound and it was like a black woman and she was doing like an empowering speech and she was getting louder and louder I can't remember the words 
and she said the n-word and my ex done the sound and she mimed the whole thing and the n-word and everyone went mental at her and she's like really small account she doesn't care about followers and likes and all that she just likes doing her sounds and she's happy yeah. but she got so much fucking hate from it and then people coming over to mine saying oh, are you going to tell your ex to say sorry and all this shit and she had to delete oh it. do you know what i remember seeing videos about that actually now like, <laughs> i remember seeing that video like it's ridiculous it's ridiculous and like look if you go around and call people that word yeah it's a disgusting thing to do yeah you know that i know that but let's let, let's be realistic right i'm going to give you an example here imagine a 5 year old child right they listen to mtv yeah a 5 year old child yeah who lives in a predominantly white area you know they don't um they don't um, see much racism because there's, there's not the conflict there because it's a, it's a white area, yeah? And they listen to MTV and they hear that word in a song, right? Yeah. They, they sing that song in public outside around um, like people of colour, black people, like, where, where's the line? Like, they, 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 there's got to be a line somewhere, yeah? yeah? Where it's like, you're taking the piss or like... It's sort of like out of ignorance or, you know, I'm not going to say it's like right for, for white people to say it even in a song, but yeah. when you're using it in lyrics of a song so freely and so casually, yeah. you can't really be that offended by it, can you? Yeah, I know. My you know? Name. Like the what? most offensive thing to me is someone like um, cursing my prophet. Yeah? Mm. So I wouldn't do it. I didn't be offended. I like... When someone else does it, says it, do you know what I mean? You can't say something and use something as a greeting yeah. or as like like um, a term of endearment, and then be so angry at people when they like like when, when other people repeat it, you know. But again, like uh, like I, I know like a, a lot of people who are black who would never even use that word as a greeting or as a term of endearment. But it's just you know people that um, are in the music industry. Um, yeah, glorifying the use of it. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's not white people that are doing that. Exactly. But my white friend done a two-pack song, and he he mimed the whole song apart from the n-word, and he was like, "I don't think I should do it." And I was like, well, "Don't either do it or don't do it. Do the whole yeah. song, <laughs> or don't. You can't just do the whole song and not do it. Fuck me. Yeah. Like, maybe. Look, I mean." You see, you see the race thing, yeah? It is such a sensitive topic, yeah? Because yeah. there are people out there who have genuinely been on the receiving end of racism, like, for long periods of time, and it's traumatic for them, Yeah, you know? And I get that. I, mean, yeah. I get that. But at the same time, show the same energy, show the same energy for um, people in your community using it then. Yeah, you know, you want to stop it being a word that, that that's that's used, then stop it in the source, the source, the, the music videos and things like that. Unless you're gonna have the same energy for that, I don't know. But yeah. it's a sticky one. I'll try and stay away from it if I can. That topic, but every now and again, you can't help it. Well, there was a black girl. I stitched a video, and she said, "I don't like white people." <laughs> that. She's. It's the caption was. 
tell me that you don't like white people without telling me that you don't like white people. And she was like, I don't like white people. And I, I saw I, someone I, stitch I, that. Everyone's stuff. stitching it. Everyone's stitching it. I, I saw someone stitch it go, what? Why are we dancing together? Then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that one. I was dying. That was hilarious. I just said, it says, tell me why you don't like white people. You just ruined the fucking game. <laughs> but yeah, but, and then people saying you can't be racist against white people. It's prejudice. And then people yeah. say, someone come up with a good well, look, point. Racism is prejudice. That, 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 that stems from, right? Because I've had this conversation a few times. What I get told the explanation for that is, right? Is that you can't be racist to the people who are the oppressors. That's what they say, right? So as white people, we are the oppressors. We are the colonizers yeah. Yeah, of the world, right? So because we're these evil colonizers, it, you can't be racist to us because we think we are superior and you can't be racist to the superior. That's their angle, wasn't it? Yeah. What a load of crap. <laughs> it is. It what is. a load of crap. Or they say it's... What is it then? They say prejudiced. And people Look, say... It, like, you, racism you're prejudging, prejudging someone based on the colour of their skin. That's yeah. what it is. Like, you can, you can try and... Say it like technicality, or it's not racism, whatever, it's just as bad. Then, all right, give it a different name, put it in a different pigeonhole if you want. Yeah, whatever makes you feel comfortable, it's just as bad. Yeah, I agree. We can wrap it up now, but I just want to hear more about your um clothing range quickly because I really like that oh. jack jacket. Do you remember I asked you if I had to be Muslim to wear it? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was all Muslim writing. That's like, like. It's, I just went for a, a design and it's like my name, but yeah. it's just really small and staggered around. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I sell T-shirts and like a few jumpers and things like that on um, on my website. Um, to be honest, like when, um, like I'm a salesman and I can't work because I'm a face-to-face -face salesman and COVID has made it really difficult for face-to-face -face sales to continue. Yeah, like yeah. it should open up again soon. So I, I started that up in the meantime, just to um, just to try and subsidise my um, my my crazy lifestyle, you know. Yeah. But yeah, um, I'll be honest with you. Anyone who's thinking about doing the whole merchandise thing, I'm gonna bother. <laughs> it's a lot of work for, for well, nothing. Because I do music, I've had like t-shirts, but they're just they're not like what you're doing they're like print on demand so I don't have to do anything yeah. someone that's the best orders way it and then I don't do anything and they yeah. order it their end and they print it and then they send it to them and then they that's tag, the best way tag me in a picture whatever and I'm like oh cool I haven't even got that t-shirt <laughs> <You've got it. laughs> you know I mean? yeah that's the best way but like um when I was looking into doing it I just wanted to keep the cost down as much as I can so that I could like sell all them for Realistic prices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think it's a lot more expensive to do it that way, you know? So... But it's a lot smarter. Are you watching the football? Because I've no idea what's going on in the football. All I know about football yes. is it took my EastEnders off the TV. That's all I know. 
Oh, Stan, come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm a football man. I mean, I'm an Arsenal fan, so I, I, I fell out of love with football a little while ago. Um, but I'm, it's England, Stan. England, come on. I know, but I don't know what's going on. If I was with a, a girl, I f- then I would know what's going on. If I was with someone, I've got no mates here and I've got no girlfriend, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you're in the same boat as me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, like, um, I follow England or I watch England's game but um, I don't watch football like I used to you know I used to have, like, have season tickets at Arsenal I never missed the game but is it coming home? not something is it coming home? <laughs> I'm going to be really honest and pessimistic no it's not um, we didn't do it with the Gaza squad we didn't do it with the Beckham Rooney squad do I think we're going to do it? With the Harry Kane and squad, no, I don't. Well, this is I hope I, I'm wrong. This is, what, this is what I overheard on the TV today, saying back in the day we had such good squads that we couldn't do it then, so we're not going to do it now. <laughs> that is, look, like I said, I really hope I'm wrong, but years and years and years of disappointment have left, left me very pessimistic when it comes to the England squad. Yeah, I remember being in pubs with my dad watching tournaments, and when you're young, you actually think you're going to win. You believe it. You get caught up in the hype, the flags everywhere. Everyone's yeah. excited. You get caught up and you feel like you're going to win. And I remember one day someone turned around to me after we lost and got knocked out. And they was like, get used to this. We're never going to win it. Right? I broke my heart this man as well. <laughs> but he was like, and it stayed with me. And it's just true. He's like, listen, don't get like, disheartened by it. We're never going to win. Like, it's yeah. just the jinx that we have on us, like, and it is what it is. And, yes, yeah, so I have no I have no hope, but I really, 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 really hope I'm full wrong, obviously. Yeah, man. Before you go, I just want to ask one thing. Have you always been, the way you are, confident and loud and salesman and brash? And yeah, I've, I've always been the loudest person in the room <laughs> um, from a very young age. I grew up in a house that, like uh, six brothers and sisters and my okay. dad had five so there was 11 of us in total right Jeez. so like you have to make noise if you want to be noticed <laughs> growing up in that environment yeah. you know what I mean you have to stand out like yeah, you have cool. to be the, 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 the squeaky wheel and yeah I um, I um, I excelled with that it was never something I struggled with so yeah. no, I love it man well it's good to chat to you I knew it'd be good. And you, Stan, it's been a pleasure. Everyone's asking me to get you on. So well, it's been, I'm glad it's we could give some people what they want. Where, 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 where do you post um, post these? I've got like a website. I put it on there, and then they put it on all the outlets. So iTunes, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, just like everywhere. Everywhere you listen to oh, a podcast, nice. it'll go out and everywhere. But I'll send you a link. Send me a link, yeah, and I'll share it about it. I've never heard that. People keep talking to me about doing podcasts. But, um, you know, I've, I've thought about it. Never never um, looked into it, though. But um, like, I, I, I see you doing yours, and like, you're getting some good people on, and your conversations are always, um, always like, nice to listen to. Like, you can listen to your, um, um, your videos, I think, no matter what mood you're in. Like you can, if you're just sat there and chilled, you can listen to it. If you're a little bit annoyed, you can listen to it and calm down. 
Like you're you're good vibes, man. Keep doing your thing. Cheers, man. I love you, man. Take care. Love you too, bro. Take care. Bye bye bye. There you have it. By popular demand, Scotty. Um, so yeah, he's gonna take me to Turkey to get my old teeth done. So if I don't come back um, after three days, please call the authorities. Um, I'm trying to think who's next, but I don't know who's next because there's two different people and I need to pick which one's best. But yeah, they are good ones. They are fucking good ones. I hope you enjoyed this one and last one and the one before and all of them. And if you listen on iTunes, please go and give me a review on there. Um, that'd be really cool. I love reading them and what you think about the podcast. And due to posting bands and all that crap, I've had to make a brand new TikTok account to post these videos to promo because it's fucking... Because when I'm doing videos and getting posting bands, it's just fucking my thing. So i am just done a whole new TikTok just for the podcast. So make sure you follow that. It's at Stanblade4. Cheers, guys. See you next time.